Hiya, welcome to Unleash Your Goddess. I'm Ruth Wilkinson, the host, and we are blessed to have you with us today listening in. Today we're talking to Suzette Taylor. She is such an amazing lady, full of strength and compassion for us ladies. Suzette has been through trials and tribulations but never gave up, bullied at school, abusive marriage and relationships, and a chronic illness. We find out how Suzette pushed through it all while being kind to herself. She ran her own healing art centre, a training school for complementary medicine, was head of Worthing's College for complementary therapy courses. She's such an amazing lady. Let's give Suzette a big welcome today. Hello, Suzette. That's a beautiful name. Who was you named after? I wasn't. I kind of changed my okay. name when I was 16. I was a professional dancer on the stage. <laughs> There's a surprise for you, Ruth. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to today because obviously I know you as well. So this is amazing. I've been so looking forward to it. Why did you want to come on oh, today? For me, I think it was more about sharing my story for other women, you know, because that's who I teach and that they are my clients. They're the people I want to share my story with. I'm saying you can do this. I know it's taken me a long time to get into this position, but I feel that's what life is. You know, life is a lesson. And somehow we we came here to learn something valuable. And I know I've learned so much in my life and I know I have a lot more to learn. Yeah. So I'd like to share those if it helps anybody feel a bit more courage because I've been in victim for for over half my life. I just think no more. Yeah, no That's more. It. You yeah. can you can take a ride. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, you know, it's not saying yeah, you know, it's not saying I'm perfect. I'm not. I make mistakes and sometimes I go right back into that shitty vibe if that's okay to say on yes. the podcast <laughs> yes that's fine I go into there and I spend some time in there sometimes I think wait a minute what are you doing what are you doing you know better than this yeah what how did you get here let's let's climb out of this this is temporary you know yeah. and let's go back to all the lessons that you know let's do that and let's get back on track and don't be frightened of who you are don't be frightened of who you are and let your uh getting quite emotional with it but let your star shine you know you came here to share you you're not here by chance yes. each and every one of us we came here to to share something what, and I don't know what everyone else's is, and it's probably none of my business, but I know now what m- most of mine is. But do you know, since the pandemic, I started again. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning so much more. This pandemic has taught me so much more, and I feel I've got another life to go in you know I feel like I'm going to turn I've been changing and changing and changing and I feel like oh my god where am I going but I, I've, I've got to get near to the truth I need to be more and more on it if I 
I'm teaching women and I need to be clear about myself. Yes. I don't want to lead somebody down a garden path that doesn't work. I'm not here to sell at all. I'm here to share. I can't stop sharing. My job doesn't stop. (laughs) When you have a down day, what is the main thing that gets you through and gets you back up to positivity? Meditation. Every time. Is that guided? Every time. Guided meditation? No, this is the thing that changed my life. You've opened up a big question here, you know, because this is the very, very thing that changed my I was looking for something and I didn't know what I was looking for. I think we're all looking for something and we, we, we're brainwashed, you know, with Cinderella dreams, aren't we? I thought I was waiting for a man to come along, get his horse and ride me off, you know? I thought, yeah, this is... That's all I'm doing. And half my life I've wasted, <laughs> you know, doing that. Having done loads of tarot and trained in tarot and done loads for people, that was the most common question. Yes. How do I get my man back? It was all about that. And I just thought it made me see a lot of the female race as why are we waiting for these men? And more and more, I thought, oh, God, I'm learning so much here. I've been waiting, you know, and I don't want to wait anymore. What am I waiting for? Am I going to say this on my deathbed? Oh, great. <laughs> Prince Charming, where are you? I'm 67 <laughs> now. Hello. Yeah. I mean, you do get brainwashed yes. in school with your parents. I really, truly believed that that would happen, you know, because I knew in my heart, I'll go back to the meditation again. I knew in my heart that it would be love. It would yes. be love. But I was looking for a physical man. I thought that's, you know, oh, my God. And I tell you how many times that I've just gone, ah, oh, and gone for it. And I like to say for people, yeah, I fell in love. did you ever think that you You wanted to to help that person because I found it with my previous I wanted to help that person as well are you more wanting to get into the relationship to help that person and you thought you could heal and make them happier and that that doesn't happen that can't happen you've got to love yourself first haven't you yeah I've learned that god I mean I'm such yeah I mean, human relationships, the complexity of it, we're not going to iron it out here, but, you know, and maybe we can touch on a bit of that, but we are, now I've got this meditation, I know that I was looking for the greatest, you know that song, the greatest love of all, I feel like singing it now, (laughs) you know, I was, and I am. And it is, you know. Yes, yes. It's not that great. <laughs> no, it's really. No, I don't mean the love. I mean my voice. No, it's good. Um, but this greatest love of all is right inside of you. It is. Yes. We, we know all the cliches. We know all the cheesy stuff that surrounds it. We know it, and we nod when we hear it. Like you're yeah, nodding yes. now. You know, we nod <laughs> and we go, "Oh my god." Yeah, we know it's yeah. there, but we have no idea how to get it, you know. Yes. And we try all different sorts of ways, you know, but it wasn't – And I knew I was looking for – I thought I was looking for a, a love, 
But I, I also was looking um, through religions. I went all the way through every religion. You know, the secret and everything. I think, yeah, did all that, you know, <laughs> went lucky. And I'm sure we all have. Every yes. woman that's like into spiritual self or change, I bet you've all done this. You know, you've you've searched and searched inside yourself you know, for for something. And I went through all the religions of I used to go to the church, talk to the people. There were some amazing people. I'm not pulling any religion. I'm just not religious anymore, you know. And But I just say, wow, there were some beautiful people there. I met some incredible people who inspired me, you know, in each and every one I went to. Yes. But I also met a lot met a lot of dogma and the book you had yes. to do yeah. what the book said and, and fear like, ah, no i'm yeah. not free <laughs> yeah a lot of fear as yeah. well with that i was born and married into a religious cult and so a lot of fear ah. a lot of fear yeah was your parents ah. religious or That's spiritual heavy. was your parents no not religious? at all no probably atheists yeah you know they never mentioned him or yeah. it or her or, <laughs> you know. I was the one that was religious. They said they sent me off on the quest when my niece got involved in what was thought was a cult. I was sent to go and get her. Yeah. Uh, it turned out it wasn't. It's just my dad didn't like the flowery language she was coming out with. She just actually met a beautiful spiritual Indian teacher and it was simple as that you know I went I went to help her to support her but you know so I was on a big search and when I came across my teacher and I received this meditation that I can't talk about because it's you have to go on your journey because I would spoil it for you you know yes. what I mean and yeah. it's not it's not my knowledge to give Yes, no, that's right. I mean, in a, a bit later in the podcast, I'd like to go through the basics of meditation because I struggle with it. So much goes through my mind and, and, okay. and that's okay. And we just go through the basics of how people can get started in the meditation yeah. if you're happy to do that. Did you have a happy childhood? No, 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 no. I can see why I was born into that family now. I've got a, an eagle's eye now, but at the time... Oh, my God, it was horrific because my mother was, uh, she didn't have me till she was 45. My father was an alcoholic, um, so he didn't work, but mum did full time. And the house was a mess. I mean, I used to go without breakfast shoes sometimes, or I used to go to school without shoes on and nobody there to get me up. Or So most of the time I used to skip off and go into the fields and play in the forest and yes you know I was I ended up being a wild child because nobody bothered where I was you know I do feel that my mother's energy she was a victim so I I do believe you do take on your mom's energy and I I became the victim too I didn't think I was I thought I was you know cock of the hoop I thought oh yeah I'm not I'm not going there I'm I'm not I'm not my mom but there's that energy that somehow gets translated because you're the only role models that you have. His father, which yeah. I had my own alcoholic as alcoholic as he was, was the only one who gave me any attention and love. Yeah. Be, be it when he was drunk. Yeah. 
Was he abusive? But I got no attention. No, apart from the fact that he drank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he probably he probably was abusive to my mum in that extent that you know he even went and spent the rent money. And when he used to get sober and dry, he was brilliant. He was such a clever man as well. What a waste! But here's a man that went through the war. Yeah. I don't know what it'd be like to go and kill somebody. I would be saying, no, not me. I'd yes. be the conscientious object. Yeah. He came back. My mum said he came back a different man from the war. So I understand. I mean, my mum was Victorianly brought up with things as well. She wasn't showing any love or emotion. So she was jealous of my relationship with my dad. Yeah. As small as it was. The bits I used to get, she was violent to me more than my father. And she used to, she was pretty jealous of me. And, you know, she probably had enough of life and used to take it out on me. Yeah. Was you the only child? No. I was uh, five. I was the fifth one to come through. The baby. Yeah. Yeah. And I still am, according to my sister, I know nothing. (laughs) <laughs> oh. <laughs> I say you can't be right there. No, right. I, I disagree. <laughs> what I've read about you, you know a lot. So, how was your school years? Did oh. you what? What did you train to be? Did you go to college? Oh. Right. So, I was bullied at school, and I didn't have the confidence. I know people used to say to me, "You've got to stand up to her." She was. When, she, when her eyes lit up with this anger, it reminded me of my mother. Now, you don't hit your mother, do you? No. It's like programmed. And her eyes used to like, like manic. And it terrified me. So I actually left school early the first day I could go. So I'm off. But at school, I was very good at drama. I wanted to be an actress when I grew up. So I was very good at gymnastics. So I put the two together and I became a professional dancer. Uh, I was too young out there in the world, really, dancing and stuff. You know, it was a very sordid sort of world. And I ended up in a cage hanging from a stage doing my... <laughs> yeah, my you dance. grew up very you didn't quick. didn't see that, but I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. And the guy I met was in a group. He gave me the attention I craved. I didn't know it was controlling. I thought it was love. Yeah. So all that victim energy is still really strong in me I thought oh you know he loves me I didn't know all the control thing all the energy he gave me was controlling I just thought oh that's his love and when he first hit me I just thought oh it's because he loves me yes yeah yeah Yeah. and that kind of was a pattern that carried through my life in through my marriage you know and he's still controlling one of my girls you know he's still doing that now from afar he's trying to pop it one of my daughters, and I have to deal with that on a daily basis. Yes, yeah. What gave you the strength to leave the marriage? Again, I will say that when I received this meditation, when I was uh, 26, it changed my life and changed my whole perspective. I just thought, oh, my God, I'm a, I'm a spiritual being. I'm, a, I'm not just this person here. There's a spiritual part to me, and he shouldn't be doing this to me. I'm, I'm a valuable part of society and I need to educate myself. I'm not educated, you know, and I wasn't. So I didn't go to college, do all those things. 
I did do a year of business, a business course, but really I just mucked about, you know, I wasn't interested. And it wasn't until this meditation was given me that I started to see myself differently and I found new respect for myself. I knew I needed to have an education. So I put it to my husband, oh, I want to... um, I want to go to college. I'm, I'm so bored. I need to learn. I need to stretch. And he was like, no. I thought, I need to have a little job. No. Mm. Uh, I need friends. No. And it carried on until I just burst because this love I had was growing inside me for myself. And I just said, it, it's a no from her. <laughs> no. But because he was violent, we went through a lot of physical violence myself until I had to actually leave the house. And so there was a to-ing and froing to get my children. And it wasn't until the law changed, thank goodness, and I'm sure a lot of women have gone through this, it wasn't until the law changed that I was able to have him arrested and something done about it. But when you've got children in between, they don't understand. They just no. see their father being arrested constantly. Yeah. So there's still that whole dilemma going off. You know, what year was that when what the law changed? Uh, let's see, I can't remember, but it must have been when I was 30. So I'm trying to 80s, late 80s, maybe something like that. Yes. I'm sure it was in the 80s. I, he knocked me out for the last time and I lost my memory of who I was. Uh, but the only thing I remember was my sister's phone number. And I thought, I know this woman. That's all I knew, that I had this bond with her. And I got her phone number and it said sister. And I thought, I don't feel that, but I'll phone her. And she was like crying. I'm going to phone the police this time, you know. It was the first time that they treated it not like domestic violence. They actually treated it as this man is harming this woman and it has to stop. Yeah. But it's not easy. You fight that about you not being strong enough. And still, today, I get condemned for trying to cope in my life with that. So yeah. it's not easy when you've been through abuse. And I think women out there who have had been a victim of violence or abuse or any of that, hope you hear me that it can be changed, but you do have to get stronger in yourself to even cope with with all the mechanisms of that you know because you're still in victim so you're still going I'm not good enough I'm not good enough you know through the meditation for me it was no I'm a I'm a spiritual being and then I started right I leave it's going to be a struggle I was homeless for a long time but I just signed on unemployed, lived in my friend's house. That's how I started. And when you sign on, you get free courses, don't you? So I was able to start the education process of building my education about myself. And also I was having therapy for, uh, you know, being the victim that I was. It wasn't great therapy at that time, but it was... Was that counselling that was available? I tried. Yeah, yeah, I had some counselling, uh, but then I wanted to train in these counselling, so I used to do weekend 
camps, you know, where you were completely, oh, God, shrouded and made, made. I was grabbed and made to let go, you know, because I wouldn't. I was so stubborn. I just wanted, no, no, I don't. All I knew is if I had this piece of me that was hurting, if I if I took it out, it would hurt so much. And mm. I would realise just how what a terrible person I was. You know, it was all that kind of energy. And when I realised that I'd been victimised most of my life, it was like, oh, my God. So it empowers you, doesn't it? It empowers yes. you to start thinking, it wasn't me, you know. It was that I thought that I wasn't worthwhile Mm. and I think that for me in my mind I mean we're all different but I feel that attracted people to me to work on that yes I think it attracted uh, because I didn't stop there with bad relationships (laughs) oh I've got a whole yeah talking to my friend last night about one of them and I just said do you remember when he smashed me into a a bus stop and she came to, to pick me up and that was another 20 years on. It doesn't go away overnight. Somehow you're like an addict. Yes. Maybe I was an addict, you know, uh, for that kind of thing to go on. And, you know, so I get lost into the world sort of thing, into relationships. And then I'd have to pull myself out and then remember this relationship that I had with myself. Yeah. That it started with therapy and free courses and living in somebody's house. And I kind of, over the years, I'm finally at a place, I think it's taken forever. (laughs) So women, if you're struggling and you still think you're struggling, I just had to say to myself, this is what life about. You know, sometimes I have to learn, relearn, learn, relearn. But it's okay, you know, you're just human and you make mistakes and you forget because it's like a memory thing, you know. And some days I just don't practice and I just think, oh, I feel like I've got my wrong shoes on. Everything feels wrong and then everything happens that's wrong. (laughs) And I think, for goodness sake, behave yourself. Get in there. I've been in abusive relationships, similar. How did you deal with those voices in your head, hearing when they put you down, when they, how did you deal with that? I will say I had some, I ended up on some very good courses. I ended up with people who wrote books. I ended up with, um, oh, what's her name? Adrian, who wrote uh, in a couple, T8, Transactional Analysis. I ended up with, uh, I can't remember her last name. She was amazing. She almost on these week became she becomes your mother, you know, oh. and she takes you through it. She uses Freud and all integrated medicines on you, all sorts of stuff. So she hits a spot inside you. It was very powerful. I never, never forget those people who taught me. So, I mean, Doreen Goodman. She wrote a book uh, once because she heard children crying. Uh, in a hospital where nobody was picking them up and she thought oh what harm is happening to that child she was my therapist for a year so I had some very good experience spot-on people who had suffered like myself and that's what you need you need somebody who has gone through this yes yeah has gone through it and then 
they've also had the training in therapy and they can put the two together has to be that right person for you and you know? how do you find them really sincerely want to get well i feel that if you sincerely ask you know because i believe in the universe has got you back I think it listens and i think because we are energy we are beings of energy and that's my main theme of was learning about i mean i'm an energy practitioner and we are energy we mm. are and whoever we our thoughts our feelings our patterns whatever we that's how we attract and i was sincere and i know when my voice is sincere when my heart is tuned in you know and i'm truly asking from the bottom of my heart please i need help and it always bloody arrives i tell you it might take a bit longer in some cases you know but it arrives and i don't know how i find out about these people and how lucky i was to have those people teaching me you know i mean i was taught astrology back in the 80s so to me it's like second nature ooh where's your sun where's your moon <laughs> yes, yes. i don't want to distract from what you need from me today but um you know, there's so many subjects because yes. I'm 67. So amazing. Not like I'm a clever blog. It's just that I am a natural student. Yes. You know, I can't help but learn something new. I love it. Yes. I want to do Qigong now. Brilliant. So you, you had chronic fatigue and depression. What got you through yeah. that? Yes. I thought there was no such thing and I couldn't understand why I couldn't get out of bed one day. You know, and I thought, oh, you know, I'll have a tonic. I'll, I tried so many things to let, let this energy go. But, you know, when I look back to the therapy I had, I realised when it descended on me, and I think it's finding out exactly when it happened and what was uh, the trauma thing that happened to you just before that. I remembered what it was. And when I started to remember what it was, and I remember the very day I had like a breakdown, you know, I started shaking all over and I had to move house and I had my own healing art centre and I had to move it all in one night. <laughs> and I said, you can't break down now. You can break down later, but you can't break down now. Yes. But there was a massive trauma. I'd lost, I was going through a divorce. I'd lost a whole healing centre. My daughter was not speaking to me. so. I had a massive trauma and I could feel myself breaking down in the shower. I remember reading my daughter's letter and shaking and thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to break down. I just thought, OK, I can't break down now because it's not safe. It has to be sometime in the future. This is really weird. I didn't think about all of this at the time. And it must have been a year later that I could feel my energy draining and draining and draining. But And I didn't know what to do about it. And then I met a man <laughs> and fell in love. <laughs> and he became my carer. And because I trusted him, I let go. And as I let go, I remember it because it was on February the 14th on Valentine's night. I said to him, I, I don't feel like dressing up or doing anything. I'm really sorry but I feel I need to go to bed. And it was from then, for three and a half years, I had what was called 
chronic fatigue. Mm. Uh, sometimes they called it, whichever doctor I was in, the yuppie flu, you know, or various things. But I know I had a drain on my energy. And no matter what, I drank and I put myself on super diets. I put myself into back into therapy. And I had to work all the way through it to find out what that very trauma thing was. I mean, it can be different for other people, but that was mine. I'd held on and held on for too long. My body just went, I'm breaking down now. We're safe. And when I found out in therapy, it was that. Oh, that was a clue. Which therapy was that that you used? You know what I did? I'd never, ever gone. It was few therapies, but one of it was victim support. I'd never reported him and said everything to the police. I actually went, when I found out through counselling what it was, I actually went and then reported it all. And she took a report. I mean, it was, I don't know how much later it was, 20 years, 15 years, whatever it was. I put it all down on paper, exactly what had happened to me, everything he'd done to me. And then the last thing about my daughter, I put it all in there. It was like a collection of trauma. And when I left there, me and her, this lady who took it down, she was crying her eyes out. I was crying my eyes out. And I just said, thank you. Thank you for, it must have took two hours, three hours. I don't know how long I was in there, but she stayed with me and I put it all down. And I walked out there and I felt a weight, not all, not everything, but a weight of me being lifted off me, you know. And from there on, I took it on. Right. And I think it's that cranial therapy because he had hit me so many times. My head was not And I think I I think it was that being heard as well of someone saying yes. Because in abuse, you're made to feel as if it's you all the time. It's your fault. You've done something wrong. So I think exactly probably what happened there, isn't it? You were hurt. Yes. Like, yes, it was him, not you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because I tried to tell my parents about my husband and they weren't interested. Rubbish. Only my sister, who actually was a witness to quite a few bits of it. So it was, yeah, it was recognition I needed. I needed somebody to know that was happening because it almost becomes, you become invisible. Yes. You know, and you store all this stuff inside. Goodness knows what it's doing to you. Yes. So for me, it, it has been, we are energy beings and I stored all that energy inside of me. And yes. to me, letting go of that energy, it doesn't mean you still don't, you don't need physical therapy because it it was chronic by then it'd been there a long long time and yeah. instead it needed to be moved by nutrition cranial sacral therapy and one big one i'd love the ladies to know love them to know about this orosoma if you've never heard of orosoma vicky wall was my teacher i can show you one of the bottles but obviously they won't see it but it's two colors get at one of your fairs i did this yes. uh, yeah. one time you can actually, they're full of herbs and crystals they're made so purely you know they they have a a massive quartz crystal coming through the roof when they're mixing their herbs and their oils everything's done with the purest thought and vibe and i trained in orosoma 25 maybe 30 years ago 
I'd have to look at my CV. <laughs> I went for my second Orosoma course and I was sat in front of, there's 108 of them, and I was sat with the sun shining through in front of them every day on this training course. And this woman who was teaching, she said, Suzette, you're changing every day. And I think it's the Orosoma bottles. You're just, you're an energy person and you're just thriving on these energy reflections you know because Vicky Wall when she made these bottles she made them through a deep meditation and dreams it was given to her all these recipes and potions so me uh you know becoming an energy practitioner was down to orosoma you know and if you add add that I'm a I think everybody is when I say this. I'm um, an empath. I think we all are to some extent. And it just needs tuning in. So if you say, oh, yeah, well, I remember some things. It just, just need training. You just need tuning. You just need to meditate more. Find somebody, find a good teacher who can teach you more and more about your own instinct to bring that out to grow your intuition so you can listen. Listening to yourself is, uh, it's an art and it takes time. Yes. It takes patience. Which I think now no. leads to that point that we were saying about talking about the basics of meditation and how to start. Could you explain a bit more about that? Yes, I would. Yes, it's actually, I can feel that energy coming forward for me now. And so I can't teach you uh, the meditation I teach you you have to go on his path to learn that. But from doing his meditation, I got it, you know, and I started to create my, my own. I have to live in, I used to live in an ashram in India, and I spent a lot of time out there in uh, Africa, and I've traveled quite a bit, and I did all different sorts of meditations. But from that grew a natural to do and people love this, is ground yourself. You don't want to be in your head with this. And your mind is like a computer. And it will go on and on and on and on. Okay? It will definitely go on. The trick is, yeah, let it like like ticker tape. Let it come in. Let it go out. But focus on the very energy that's in your body. Now, you are full of light. Yes. might take you a while to see that light. You are full of sound. might take you a while to hear that sound. You are full of an energetic feeling that's pushing your breath in and out, in and out. So you need to connect with that. And how I've done it with people is ground. You know, gravity is around us. Gravity holds us to this earth. Well, relax into that gravity, relax into that gravity. And so I relax the body first. And then I talk about what this mind can do. And then I talk about what you can focus on. And the best thing I have found, and people have asked me to copyright it, I just kind of came out in a very natural way. And I, like, I do like to channel things that come naturally. I don't like to have an idea about you know, things, what I'm going to do, but I don't want to give myself a script. 
like t- today is not scripted. It's from my heart. My heart is open and I'm sharing it with you. So my meditation came from channeling and feeling that energy. So become a plant. Maybe you're a beautiful tree. Allow those roots to grow in the ground. First, relax, become grounded, be the tree. And even your arms are like branches. And there's a chakra energy going inside the tree. And each part of your body carries this energy. Still, we have the ticker tape coming to and fro. What? We're going to have for dinner tonight. Yes. What am I doing tomorrow? And where am I going on holiday? Oh, why did she say that to me? And all those things. So, yes, just let them run across. But you focus on that inner light and that inner breath. And that's the main thing. You have to have something to focus on. You need to keep the mind busy and let your spiritual energy just do its thing. And don't overthink it. Just let it spin. And you might think, oh, did I meditate or didn't I? And if you feel like that, I'm showing a smile. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you feel like that, then you know, you know that something happens. And just keep going back, focusing. I always like to help people. Um, I'm teaching at level one. I'm not just saying this. Uh, South Downs Leisure Group, pay me for this. I asked if I could just invite people who weren't members. But I'm not sure if it's closing or not. They're not very good at. <laughs> but I was down in Worthing on level one and I invited anybody to come along so I could actually share that experience with them. And each time I do, people think, oh, no, I can't do it. I can't. And then after like half an hour, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they can't speak, you know, and I think, oh, lovely. Yeah. So <laughs> don't stop. Don't give up out there. I do run meditation classes. Um, Where is it that you do it? Well, I do one online because I love doing uh, the magical moon parties. I like doing those. It really helps women to, if it's the new moon, they can state their intentions. They can put that positive energy into their life. To me, it's about aligning yourself with the energy They're on this mother beautiful earth and the sun comes up every day and so does the moon. And we kind of just take it for granted. And we, I felt from the pandemic, it's put me, it's almost made me pagan. I'm not, because I'm not religious, but it's made me more aware of my own training in astrology and more aware of the moon and how it affects us because we're made up of so much water. So I like my magical moon parties, which I do for the new moon and full moon. And I also teach for uh, people of a certain age. They're kind of renting me out again, South Downs Leisure. It's called the Phoenix. Um, If anybody is a member of Fit4, you can go to that in Worthing at the Worthing Leisure Centre on a Friday at 10 o'clock. Just ask about the Phoenix. What is that about? It's for people over a certain age. They pay a nominal fee to be there for the day. Don't ask me how much it is because I don't know, but I know last time somebody told me it was about 
12 pounds I think for a day and they <laughs> I'm just part of the two my part is that I teach meditation for them right yeah what age is that you said over a certain age well I don't ask them oh, but okay. I know they're around my age okay, okay. <laughs> uh, because of the way they look maybe <laughs> yes yeah yeah yeah, that's it. Mature, the mature lady. <laughs> Going to go into all the therapies that you offer and the course that you're running. That's okay. coming up. I can buy them. Oh, yeah, my witchy adventure. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah it sounds good. Uh, well, it's part of the alignment with the earth. And at one time, I nearly became a herbalist because my mum, uh, she brought us up on herbs because she's from that. They couldn't afford a doctor. so. She brought us all up on uh, taking herb tinctures and made them uh, every day for something or another. So I kept all that knowledge and just treated my children with it. But I thought to myself, do you know, I want to share more of that and I'm going to join it with my astrology training and I'm going to put it together for women for empowerment as well. So the witchy adventure is about um, I do an actual birth chart for you to look where your witchiness is. And that's, you know, to empower you again. Yes. And uh, look at those energies. I mean, people don't know. They only know their sun sign. Oh, I'm a, I am a Pisces, you know, but my moon is in Gemini. It makes me a natural teacher and sharer of ideas because it's ruled by Mercury which is all about communication, yeah? But my rising sign is the lion. So people, ah, yeah, they'll see my presence. I'll arrive. <laughs> and it's good to use a bit of drama, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. She works well in a witchy hat and everything. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I play the bewitched theme. You know, we have some fun. Uh, but I teach them how to make a wand. I teach them how to smudge and how to make the real intention that's going to work for them and to put the whole heart into that but every day I'm sharing knowledge on crystals essential oils and these are all the things I'm qualified in so either I'm experienced in it or I'm qualified in it I'm qualified in beauty therapy I even did a course on uh, shiatsu facial and then I show people how to use the crystals on their face that was good. I like doing beauty, but it's all kind of wrapped, wrapped up in the witchy stuff. I've still got my wand here. I'll just show you. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, very basically good. my courses are our empowerment. You, you get a witchy chart done for you. Not the whole thing, because that would take me hours, you know, scrying a chart. But instinctively, my intuition now is so getting so refined that I can tell as soon as I know where your moon is, I know a lot about you. It's very exciting. And to me, every person is an adventure. I can't wait to find out where people's moons are because yeah. that is ruling them. You know, we've had the sun, but it's the male side of us. And the moon is the female side of us. Yes, and we yes. don't bloody know. Yes. We're looking at a male chart all the time. Really annoys me. So I love it when I can 
share my goddess witch and show you your own goddess and work to that spiritual white witch yes. and bring that out so you think, oh, my God, I didn't know I was a Gemini. And look at all those positive additional stuff I've got going on, you know. And then look where your Scorpio is and look at the eighth house, which is a ruler. Scorpio is the ruler of the eighth house. So it's all about the hidden stuff that we need to look at. And as we get, it's about getting to know yourself, getting to know yourself and having fun with it. I guess I'm, I'm just a teacher who loves to teach this stuff. And I love it when the women get it and then they start to feel empowered. It's like last time, one of them texted me and said, oh, Susan, you know, I'm feeling this again. And I said, mm, so what does that mean now? And she knows, like, she goes, I've got to get it together. I said, yeah, you know, I've given you therapy. I've given you readings. I've, I've helped you so far, but we can't keep falling back okay. on that. You need to now take that mantle on yeah, yeah. And, and figure it out because you have all the tools now. Yes, yes. And that, for me, is why therapy is changing. And teaching is where it's at for me now. I don't, you know, I still do readings and stuff when they first start off. But if if they keep coming back, that mechanism is not working. So I have to do a very open discussion about belief. You know, use the tools. Use the tools because they work. Do the meditation. And I have to tell this to myself every day. (laughs) use those tools and a lot of times people don't realize they have them tools within them to use and it's it's that as well isn't it helping them to to find out whoa i've got that within me and that's it isn't it that's yeah yes exactly why i get so excited everybody's a whole new world to me i can't wait to find out their moon and help them discover that part of themselves that they hadn't been looking at yeah. And look at all those tools that they have. Knowing yourself, know thyself. An online course. Yes, it's online now. It had to be online because of COVID. Yeah. But, but I'm live in it. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not just something my soul is in this course. Yes. And I'm yeah. live every week. And I also do a consultation. I am. Moving people on, and then I have gatherings where I invite them into Zoom light rooms and say, Right, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> you know, yes. and move them and shift them a little bit more. Of okay, and they are learning the oracle cards, they're learning the tarot, and they're learning dows, crystal dowsing in different sorts of my different courses, like Intuitive You. I love teaching them to about their own intuition, about trusting that. You can use your own body. You don't even need a dowser that will say yes yeah. <laughs> or no. <laughs> you know, so there's so many ways uh, that you can utilize these tools that you already have. You yes. already have them. Yes. And um, I just facilitate and encourage you. Don't take people over. I've been controlled myself and I wouldn't like that. So I uh, like to nudge people really and and help them by 
practicing. So we get together sometimes and meditate together. And sometimes we crystal dows together, read cards for each other, bring out a card for each other. Because all those kind of things, that's what helps you grow your yes. own intuition. Yes. Yeah. What I'm going to do at the end of this, I will give out the information of how they can contact you and, and more information on the course. Um, we're going to move into the quickfire questions now. What makes you smile? Uh, this love inside. This thing I've been showing inside makes me smile. Sometimes it's just bigger than other times. But and the physical things are my grandchildren. Yes. Yeah. yeah, when they say, when they say those things, you know, my grandson used to get on my bed and go, "Oh look, Nana," you know, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. How do you wish to be remembered? I find this a hard question. I don't really know at this stage. How do I wish? To, mm, I don't know. I hope somebody was helped. I hope somewhere that a little dropped in there, a little bit of that knowledge that I shared move somebody else towards the, them recognising because we're, we are all one we're all joined together I'm not just saying that I really feel that so that's the only thing I can think of here and now and what's your favourite book and why I, I have to say this one but I've got lots of favourite books and there's one coming out in two weeks time I'd love to tell everybody it's from my teacher and it's called Hear Yourself Hear Yourself God, and if anybody teaches, you know, that you already have it, he does. That's Prem me from 30 years ago. I want to tell you about Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, yes. Susan Jeffries, because that's one of my mantras as well. You know, feel yeah. that fear. It could be excitement, girls. It could be excitement. And if not, then let it be excitement about you're pushing yourself forward, that you're actually, oh, God, I'm frightened. Let me just do it anyway. I might not do it perfectly. Your best year so far? So many years that have been good. But I think the college years of teaching, of running a department and sharing that knowledge and being with like-minded people every day. What do you do if you can't sleep? I meditate. I go into, I even... um, I'll put some music on because there's so many, isn't there? I mean, God, we're spoiled now. And they're free on YouTube, aren't they? You've got to find one you really like. And I, if I say mine, it's not going to be suitable for you. You know, you've just got to go and find that music or a person like, I like Lillian Eden, and she takes you on a journey. Go to YouTube and put meditation in there and see what comes up and Try, try all different sorts of stuff for music till you hit the one that does it for you. If you had the opportunity to be immortal, would you take it? Well, we are. <laughs> we are immortal. So, yeah, I've got it already. Yeah. So are you and everyone out there. We're all, yeah. We are. We'll never die. Yeah. A song that makes you happy. You know the New Jerusalem song where they do that dance? No. By master, by master KG, Jerusalem. Yeah, it's really, really, I think it's called Jerusalem. What's your deepest fear? That's something bury me alive. <laughs> because I'm so alive, I believe we go on. I think, oh, you know, and I have to get out of that. I'm not my body. 
because I know what we live for I just feel you know I've had death experiences and stuff so I just feel we go on forever and don't forget to make sure I'm dead yeah (laughs) I'm the same I want to be cremated just to make sure I'm dead (laughs) I have ideas about being a a root you know that root ball you can be put into and I thought "Hmm, maybe I should just give my body to the hospital so they could it up and make sure I'm dead yeah (laughs) so yeah I have to keep going back I've got better about it but one last question obsessing question are you in a relationship now and are you happy yes I am in a relationship now I tell you the best thing ever that's ever happened to me is my Kevin I'll call him mine be possessive he we were friends for three years I actually coached him and that sounds unprofessional but it didn't happen like that because I coached him for 18 months near about that and then I didn't see him for about a year and then he became friends with my men friends and um, I got to know him as a person once I'd been you know it's almost like I made him in a way (laughs) I contribute to the way that he feels about things he's now very spiritual uh he loves it you know, and he loves having his card read, he loves meditating, but he's very down to earth. And I say, he's like my best friend, oh. you know, uh, we have so much in common. And the thing that my teacher said once, I said, oh, I can't get this relationship thing. And he said, you need the same values. Yeah, You need the same values. That's what makes, and that's what I find we, we have, we want the same things yes. in life. And it makes well, a you know, difference, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. When you're at loggerheads and one person wants this and one person wants that, you know, it's just a bloody nightmare. Yeah. Having your best friend who you fall in love with mm. is great. I would say just make friends first. Make sure he's, he's a good friend and you've yeah. got a lots in common and, I even worked our stuff out eventually. I thought, oh, no wonder I get on with him. We're both number fives. We're both horses. Oh, His yeah. moon's in cancer, in cancer, so it makes him a big soft. Thing. Nice. Yeah. You know, but he's still an Aries fire. He's still got that fire. Yeah. You know, which matches my Leo. So, you know, not as if I'd go by that, but it has, we just found ourselves and no. we, we just adore each other now, but we are our best friends first. And we have similar life experience. He was also a victim. That's good. It's That's great. great. You are Leo like me. <laughs> Who Leo's? <laughs> yeah. I'm Leo. Yeah, you see, the, the hair is very important. <laughs> so, it is, isn't at it? The moment, a mane. Yeah, that's the Leo part of me. I like yeah. to um, I like to have a mate. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. We need it, don't we? Thank you so much for coming on. It's we been uh, I've really enjoyed it. It's been lovely. Thank you. We were so blessed to have Suzette on today. She is such an inspiration to all us lovely ladies. We loved hearing how Suzette pushed through and rebuilt her life using the tools she had within. We already have everything we need to persevere inside us. This truth is so liberating. Our tragedies can become great blessings for others once we find our voice and speak out. Here is the contact details for Sir Suzette Taylor. Feel free to contact her to find out more about the courses that she offers. You can go to her group called Positive You or on her Facebook page 
Suzek Jane Taylor. That's Suzek, S-U-Z-E-C-K, Jane, J-A-N-E, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. Thank you to Suzek once again for sharing her story today. We look forward to our next podcast and look forward to seeing you there. Goodbye.